in accordance to that which Allah loves. And that the servant's inclinations and desires are in accordance to the rulings and legislations of Islam. And so this is what this great Imam said in regards to the Qalbun Salim, the sound heart. Qala Shaykh Salih Fawzan, Hafidhahullah Ta'ala, Shaykh Salih Fawzan, he said, regarding the same hadith that we mentioned previously in the Fil Jasid Mudra, he said, Al Qalbu huwa al Malikul Jasid, wa ida saluha al Malik, saluhatil Raiya, wa ida fasad al Malik, fasadatil Raiya. He said, Hafidhahullah Ta'ala, the heart is the master of the body. So if the master becomes rectified and upright, the flock likewise becomes rectified and upright. And if the master becomes corrupted, then the flock likewise becomes corrupted. And then he goes on to say, فَعَلِ الْمُسْلَمْ أَنْ يَسْأَلَ اللَّهِ صَلَاحِ الْقَلْبِ لِأَنَّهُ إِذَا صَلُحَ الْقَلْبِ صَلَحَ الْقَلْبُ صَلَحَتْ أُمُورُهُ and he says, Havidahullah Shaykh Salih al Fawzan, and so it is upon the Muslim to ask Allah for rectification of his heart. Because if the, if the heart becomes rectified, all of his affairs will be rectified. And if his heart becomes corrupted, then all of his affairs will likewise become corrupted. And so from those supplications, authentically collected from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in this regard is when he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would say Ya Musarrif Al-Qulub Sarrif Qalbi Ala Ta'atik O turner of the hearts, turn my heart towards your obedience. And so likewise, alongside one supplicating to Allah, asking Him Jalla Wa'ala to rectify his heart, likewise of course one should be taking those other means, such as worship and staying away from sins, in order to rectify his heart. As no doubt, these sins and the likes are what causes corruption to the heart, and causes the detriment of the heart. And the effects of sins upon the heart is indeed a whole topic within itself. However, let us touch upon a few different points in this regard. From them is a hadith collected by Ibn, uh, Ibn Majah, graded authentic by Shaykh al-Albani, rahmatullahi alayhi, qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, inna al-mu'min, idha adnaba kanat nuqtata sawda' fi qalbi. If the believer commits a sin, then a black dot appears on his heart. فَإِنْ تَابَ وَنَزَعْ وَاسْتَغْفَرْ سُكِلَ قَلْبُ فَإِنْ زَادَ زَادَتْ and so if he repents and desists and seeks forgiveness, his heart will be polished and clean of it, of this black dot. And if he increases, then the black dot will increase. Also Allah has informed us that the heart can become harder than rocks. As he mentions, ثُمَّ قَسَتْ قُلُوبُكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَلِكَ فَهِيَ كَالْحِجَارَةِ أَوْ أَشَدُ قَسْوَةِ Then your hearts became hardened after that and became like rocks, or even more severe in hardness. Then we have likewise, 
In this regard, the well-known lines of poetry by Ibn Mubarak, rahimahullahu ta'ala, when he said, رَأَيْتُ ذُنُوبِ تُمِيتُ الْقُلُوبِ وَيُولِثُ الظُّلَّ إِدْمَانُهَا He said, rahimahullah, I observed that sins kill the heart, and addiction to them brings about disgrace. وَتَرْكُ الظُّنُوبِ حَيَاتُ الْقُلُوبِ وَخَيْرُ لِنَفْسِكِ إِسْيَانُهَا And so abandonment of sins brings life to the hearts. And so better for yourself is to turn away from them. And so it is upon us to protect our hearts from all types of corruption and evil, as the heart is the origin of all actions. And it likewise is the place where the intellect resides, as Allah Ta'ala mentions, أَفَلَمْ يَسِيرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ فَتَكُونَ لَهُمْ قُلُوبٌ يَعْقِلُونَ بِهَا أَوْ آذَانٌ يَسْمَعُونَ بِهَا فَإِنَّهَا لَا تَعْمَلْ أَبَصَارٌ وَلَكِنْ تَعْمَلْ قُلُوبٌ الَّتِي فِي الصُّدُورِ When Allah Ta'ala, He says, Have they not travelled through the land, and have hearts by which they understand with, and ears by which they hear with? Indeed, it is not the eyes that are blinded, but blinded are the hearts which are within the chests. And so no doubt, it is upon us to protect our hearts from corruption, and by doing so, it's protecting likewise our intellects from corruption and harm. And so sins and disobedience have a detrimental effect on the hearts of the people. And sins of course vary in their severity. The greatest of them is shirku billah, associating partners in worship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of which Allah said regarding in the shirk al-Azim, indeed shirk is a great oppression, and it is indeed the greatest oppression. And Allah has informed us that the one who dies upon this great oppression, that he shall not forgive him. As Allah Taala He says, Inna Allah la yaghfiru ayyushraka bi, wa yaghfiru ma duna dalika liman yasha. Allah does not forgive that partners be worshipped besides Him. And he forgives what is lesser than it to whom he wills. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala, he says, إِنَّهُ مَا يُشْرِكْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ الْجَنَّةِ وَمَأْوَاهُ النَّارِ وَمَا لِلْظَالِمِينَ مِنْ أَنصَارِ Likewise, Allah Ta'ala, he says, Indeed, he who associate partners with Allah, for indeed Allah has forbidden for him al-jannah, paradise, and his abode is a hellfire. And there is not for the wrongdoers any helpers. And so sins vary in levels. From them are those that are carried out upon the tongue, and others upon the limbs, and other sins of the heart. Which brings us to our topic tonight, a sin which is from the major sins of the heart. And indeed it is al-kibr, pride, arrogance. قال العلامة الفوزان إنما الكبر صفة باطنة في القلب تظهر آثارها في تصرفات الشخص. شصال الفوزان he says in regards to arrogance. Indeed, arrogance is an inward characteristic of the heart. Its consequences, its consequences and effects become apparent in the behavior and conduct of a person. ويقال الكبر خلق في نفس تصدر عنه أعمال. The arrogance is a characteristic within oneself 
from which actions emanate from. وَهُوَ لَا شَكَ مِنْ صِفَاتِ الَّتِي تَكْرَهُهَا اللَّهِ And it is no doubt from those actions which Allah hates. وَالْكِبْرُ وَالْكِبْرُ خُلُقٌ مَذْمُومٌ جَعَلَ اللَّهُ جَزَاؤُهُ أَتَّرْدُ مِنْ رَحْمَتِي And arrogance is a sinful characteristic and, and character trait that which Allah made as its recompense expulsion from His mercy. It is a characteristic, a lowly and dispraiseworthy char characteristic that is frequently mentioned and rebuked within the Qur'an. Alongside those who possess it, such as Iblis, wa Fir'aun, Qarun, and their likes. And the one who possesses it, this lowly characteristic, is indeed distant from all good and near to all evil. Shaykh Salih al-Fawzan, likewise he says, Al-Kibr min afatin qalb wa a'mali The arrogance is from the afflictions of the heart, from the diseases of the heart, and from its actions. فَهُوَ مَرْدٌ خَطِيرٌ وَقَلَّ مَنْ يَسْلَمْ مِنْهُ And he says likewise, حَفِظَهُ اللَّهِ That it is an extremely dangerous disease, and few are those who escape it. وَقَالَ بَعْدُ السَّلَفِ أول ذنب عصي الله به الكبر أول ذنب عصي الله به الكبر The first sin that Allah was disobeyed in regards to was arrogance قال تعالى وَإِذْ قُلْنَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا لِآدَمِ فَسَجَدُوا إِلَّا إِبْلِيسِ أَبَا وَاسْتَكْبَرُ وَكَانَ مِنَ الْكَافِرِينَ I remember when he said سبحانه وتعالى to the angels Prostrate yourselves before Adam. And they prostrated except Iblis. He refused and was arrogant and became from the disbelievers. And so Iblis, as it was said, used to worship Allah alongside the angels. However, his arrogance was his demise that led him to disbelief. And in another ayah where Allah asks Iblis, he says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, qala ma mana'aka alla tashjuda id amartuk. He said, what prevented you from prostrating when I commanded you to do so? He replied, Iblis, qala ana khayru min, khalaqtani min nar, wa khalaqtahu min teen. He said, I am better than him. You created me from fire, and you created him from clay. And so this portrays of arrogance from Iblis, from the get-go, and due to it, he received the la'na of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said to him in response, قَالَ فَهْبِتْ مِنْهَا فَمَا يَكُونُ فَمَا يَكُونُ لَكَ أَنْ تَتَكَبَّرَ فِيهَا فَاخْرُجْ إِنَّكَ مِنَ الصَّاغِرِينَ Allah, he said, descend from paradise, for it is not for you to be arrogant here. So leave from this so leave from it indeed you are from the humiliated and disgraced so arrogance is an evil and detrimental sin sinnaha iblis one that iblis originated for indeed it is from the characteristics of the haughty disbelievers and not the characteristics befitting of the believers 
And so there is no lowly characteristic trait except that arrogance leads to it. وَقَالَ سُفْيَانْ إِبْنُ عِيَيْنَا مَنْ كَانَتْ مَعْسِيَةُ فِي الشَّهْوَةِ فَرْجَلَهُ تَوْبَةِ Sufyan ibn Uyayna رحمه الله تعالى He said whoever's disobedience was in relation to desire then hope for him repentance فَإِنَّ عَادَمَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ عَصَى مُشْتَهِيًا فَغُفِرَ لَهِ for indeed Adam السلام, disobeyed in relation to desire and so he was forgiven when he repented. فَإِذَا كَانَتَ الْمَعْسِيَةُ فَإِنْ كَانَتْ مَعْسِيَةُهُ مِنْ كِبْرٍ فَخْشَ عَلَيْهِ اللَّعْنَ فَإِنَّ إِبْلِيسَ عَصَى مُسْتَكْبِرًا فَلُعِنْ And so if the disobedience is in relation to arrogance, fear for him being cursed. Cursed meaning being distanced from the mercy of Allah. For indeed, Iblis was disobedient out of arrogance, and so therefore he was cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so arrogance is a major and destructive sin of the heart that leads the one who possesses it to much evil and detriment. And al kibro was defined by the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith of Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu collected by Imam Muslim when he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لا يدخل الجنة من كان في قلبه مثقال الذرة من كبر he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said he who has in his heart as much as a mustard seed of pride will not enter paradise فقال رجل إِنَّ رَجُلَ يُحِبُّ أَنْ يَكُونَ ثَوْبَهُ حَسَنًا وَنَعْلَهُ حَسَنًا قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إِنَّ اللَّهَ جَمِيلٌ يُحِبُّ الْجَمَالِ And so the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم in the presence of the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he said indeed a man and a man from us he loves to have his garment looking nice and his shoes looking nice Indeed, Allah is beautiful and loves beauty. Al-Kibru Batrul Haq wa Gamtun Nas. So here the Messenger he defines Kibr. He says, Al-Kibru Batrul Haq wa Gamtun Nas. He said that pride or arrogance is rejecting the truth and belittling and disparaging the people. And so from this hadith, Al-Kibr can be summarized in two affairs. Batrul Haq, rejecting the truth, وَغَمْتُنْ nas, And belittling or disparaging the people. And some of the ulama, they mention likewise, Batrul Haq, تَرْكُ مَا أَمَرُ اللَّهُ بِهِ تَكَبُّرًا That Batrul Haq is leaving that which Allah has commanded with through arrogance. He rejects it through arrogance. وَغَمْتُ النَّاسِ يَرَى النَّفْسَ أَفْضَلُ مِنِ النَّاسِ غَمْتُ النَّاسِ is that he sees himself better than the people. بَطْرُ الْحَقِّ وَغَمْتُ النَّاسِ And so kibr, pride and arrogance, 
prevents an individual from many affairs from them? Is it is that it hinders and present, prevents him from accepting the truth when it comes to him? In this regard, again, Al-Alama Shaykh Salih Al-Fawzan, Hafidhahullah Ta'ala, he mentions, لو عالم الحق ولم يأخذ به أصيب بالزيغ ولهذا قال تعالى فلما زاغوا أزاغ الله قلوبهم So Shaykh Salih Al-Fawzan, Hafidhahullah Ta'ala, he says, and so, if he comes to know of the truth, but does not accept it, when it comes to him, in return he will be afflicted with deviation in his heart. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said, So when they turned away, فَلَمَّا زَاغُوا أَزَاغَ اللَّهُ قُلُوبَهُمْ Allah, Allah caused their hearts to deviate. فَالَّذِينَ تَبَيَّنَ لَهُمُ الْحَقِّ وَلَمْ يَقْبَلُوا بِهِ يَخْشَى أَنْ يُخْتَمَ عَلَى قُلُوبِهِمْ فَتُصْبِحُوا لَا تَقْبَلُوا الْحَقِّ عُقُوبَةً لَهُمْ and so those who when the truth becomes apparent to them and they do not accept it, it is feared that their heart will be sealed and that their hearts will not be able to accept the truth thereafter as a due punishment to them. Likewise in this regard, Allah Ta'ala He says, وَنُقَلِّبُ أَفْئِدَتُهُمْ وَأَبَصَارَهُمْ كَمَا لَمْ يُؤْمِنُوا بِهِ أَوَّلَ مَرَّةً And we will turn away their hearts and their eyes just as they refused to believe first time. And so the one who shows arrogance towards the truth will be recompensed by way of his heart being directed away from guidance. As Allah He mentions in this regard, سَأَصْرِفُوا عَنْ آيَاتِ الَّذِينَ يَتَكَبَّرُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ Allah, He says, I shall turn away from my ayat those who are arrogant upon the earth without right. And even if they should see every sign, they will not believe in it. And so these ayat highlighting to us that those who are arrogant and haughty upon the earth, that they will be misguided due to that. Likewise, from the detrimental effects of Al-Kibar is that it will prevent an individual from learning beneficial knowledge, Al-Ilmun Nafi' From that which was narrated from Mujahid, Rahimahullah, in this regard, when he said, لا ينال العلم المستحي والمستكبر لا ينال العلم المستحي والمستكبر Knowledge will not be attained by the one who is too shy to ask, nor the one who is arrogant. Likewise, arrogance prevents a person from following the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As comes in the narration of Iman, as comes in the narration when Iman ate in the presence of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he began to eat with his left hand and so the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said Kul biyaminik he said eat with your right hand and the man replied La astati he said I'm not able 
No, he said, I'm not able. Without reason. Then the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ma mana'ahu illa al-kibar. He said he was not prevented to do so, to eat with his right hand, except by kibar. It was kibar, it was pride and arrogance that prevented him from following the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and eating with his right hand. Likewise, it is arrogance that prevents an individual calling upon, invoking upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah jalla wa'ala, He says, وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمُ دُعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنْ عِبَادَتِي سَيَدَخُلُونَ جَهَنَّمَ دَاخِرِينَ When your Lord said, call upon me, I shall answer you. Indeed, those who are arrogant towards my worship will surely enter hell and humiliation. And so many are the detrimental effects of arrogance. And from those, likewise, that Allah will not speak to on the day of recompense. From those three, that Allah will not speak to on the day of recompense. From them, A'ilun Mustakbir, the impoverished but arrogant individual. A'ilun Mustakbir, the one who is poor. He lives in poverty. He has nothing to be arrogant about or regarding. However, with that, he remains arrogant and prideful. This is the Ailun Mustakbir, the impoverished, arrogant one. And so this trait that he is from the Fuqara, that he's from the poverty-stricken people, however, he remains arrogant. This indicates the evil contained within his heart. And so with the numerous texts indicating the evil and destructive traits of pride and arrogance. As Shaykh Salih Fawzan, he says, how can one not fear this destructive sin for themselves? Even more so, considering the statement of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he said, لا يدخل الجنة من كان في قلبه مثقال ذر من كبر That the one who has even the, the mustard weight seed of pride within his heart will not enter paradise. And so how can one not fear this destructive sin for themselves when there is this threat over them? And so, rather that which is from the characteristics of the believers is that they are far removed from these destructive and lowly traits of arrogance, haughtiness and pride. And rather the believer is humble with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and with the creation and remembers, as it is said, Each person who is above the dirt is, him, is himself dirt. Meaning, the origin is from the dirt. And to it they will return. So may Allah Taala save us from these lowly traits and guide us to His pleasure in this life and grant us jannatul firdaus al-a'la fi al-akhirah. Hala wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Hayyakum Allah.